Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Listen, Melanie Cole's Health Radio is on now. Certain cancers can lead to premature menopause, and the reason is because many cancer treatments can stop the ovaries working and alter the normal supply of estrogen and progesterone, causing early menopause. My guest today is Dr. Diana Bittner, fan favorite here at Radio MD, board certified in obstetrics and gynecology, and she's a certified menopause practitioner, so she is the expert here. Dr. Bittner, Cancer treatments, certain things we've been discussing a little bit like chemotherapy, ovarian cancer, tamoxifen, can put somebody into premature menopause. What do you want the listeners to know about this? Well, many women have this happen and they don't know, they don't put the two together that my treatment killed my ovaries and that's why I'm having these persistent symptoms such as hot flashes, night sweats, mood changes, vaginal dryness, bladder spasm, bladder leaking. You know, all those symptoms relate back to loss of estrogen, not just the cancer. Okay, so it is it is that loss of estrogen, and as women are going through menopause and, and losing that, then, you know, you've talked on our shows before about hormone replacement and such, but during cancer treatment, that's not necessarily what you do? How does all that work? Right, so during cancer treatment, we don't use estrogen because estrogen can make the blood a little stickier, and it could potentially increase the risk of, let's say, a blood clot in the leg or lung. So, of course first do no harm. We don't want to hurt our patients. But for example, I saw a patient last week with anal cancer. She had gone through radiation and chemotherapy for her anal cancer. She was 35, I want to say. And she had gotten through the cancer, but now was left with pain with sex and vaginal dryness and hot flashes and night sweats. And for her, it will be safe to go back on estrogen replacement therapy because her cancer was not estrogen sensitive. So now that she's all through her treatment, there's no evidence of uh, there still being any cancer left, then one of the things that we're going to do for her is start hormone replacement therapy and bring her levels back to where she feels like herself again. So for her, that's what we get to do. But also um, for other patients, we can't. Women who have breast cancer, we can't give systemic estrogen. But often case, if it's early stage breast cancer, we can give vaginal estrogen, which does not go into the body in significant amounts. So there's a lot that can be done. So I guess if, if you ask me one thing I want our listeners to hear is to know that there are options um, for treatment. You don't have to to, to live with these symptoms. You know, we want you to help, to help you get your new normal and that new normal can, can feel good. So we've got our menopause symptoms and things we've talked about so many times. Is there a difference between those same symptoms that someone who's going through cancer treatment is feeling? Is there a difference in their type of menopause that's say caused by ovarian cancer or tamoxifen or one of those? I think it can it can be a lot more sudden. You know, when people are going into a natural menopause, it tends to happen in stages. You know, first night sweats, maybe a little mood change, a little sleep disturbance, then hot flashes start. So it's sort of a gradual thing that can people can work into. But if a woman has her ovaries removed because of ovarian cancer or she has the the gene uh, BRCA1 or BRCA2 and needs her ovaries removed to reduce her risk of ovarian cancer, that sudden surgical menopause or chemotherapy given for leukemia or lymphoma or 
breast cancer that chemotherapy can also kill the ovaries and it's a sudden jumping off a cliff right now all the symptoms at once. Um, and the other thing is they're not necessarily expecting them. We don't always do a great job at talking about what's coming. Um, so where I practice, the patients have to see me before they get a bone marrow transplant, for example, because we know that the symptoms will get a lot worse and we want to warn them what's coming. So it's, it's the surprise, I think, makes that menopause worse. I have a friend, Dr. Bittner, who was going through breast cancer treatment and she went on tamoxifen and her hot flashes were alarming. Yeah. And I mean, the rest of us going through our normal menopause, maybe you have a little hot flash here and there, but hers were, Mm -hmm. I mean, full on total body sweat, just like she had just jumped into a shower. It was crazy and it would come on for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, number one, tamoxifen is a CIRM. It's a selective estrogen receptor modulator. But in terms of in the brain at the thermostat, tamoxifen works very strongly to be an anti-estrogen. So it really can trigger that hot flash and night sweat worse. You know, on top of it, if she's going through um, treatment or she's not sleeping well, we look at those seeds, those seven habits that I always talk about. So is she drinking her water? Is she getting her sleep? Is there anxiety that the cancer is going to come back? That chronic anxiety and loss of brain chemicals from low estrogen can trigger that hot flash even more. So it's like the more habits or the, the more other factors that are existing on top of having tamoxifen will make those hot flashes even worse. Are these just symptom management or is there, I mean, if somebody can deal with these symptoms, do, do you, you don't, I know you don't tell them to just deal with them because that's not <laughs> the type of practitioner you are. Thank you. But I mean, do some people want to just deal with them? Is there a reason they need treatment? So put it this way, if, for example, let's say it's a woman like my patient last week with anal cancer, for her, she can take estrogen, and we know that there's good data to support that women who take estrogen early in the menopause transition in the first five to six years might have actually a lower risk of heart disease. You know, we know that plaque doesn't develop as quickly, the vessel walls don't get as thick as quickly. So in terms of morbidities, other things that can happen after menopause. So she's 34, this woman I saw last week. With loss of estrogen, we've just brought down her risk of a heart attack about 20 years earlier. So for example, for her, if she can take estrogen, we've now delayed, potentially delayed her risk of a heart attack back out to when she normally would have it. Did I say that well? It's looking at the other comorbidities, the other illnesses or diseases that relate to menopause. So there, there no, is I, a I medical understand. reason. So you want, yeah. There are medical reasons and things that people have to do. So, yeah. okay, so what are some of the other issues that you like to help women with as they go through those cancer treatments? Well, another big thing is uh, weight gain. So, for example, people think, oh, with, with cancer chemotherapy, I'll lose weight. So there is an initial weight loss. But with menopause, with the loss of estrogen, women become insulin resistant. So their body craves sugar. And if they eat it, they start to get this belly fat. Many women in that menopause transition in the first 6 to 12 months will gain 10 to 15 to 30 pounds. Um, And having, let's say a woman who goes through breast cancer, what's one of the biggest risks of breast cancer recurrence? It's belly fat and high sugar. What does cancer eat? sugar. And so if a woman gains that weight during menopause, during menopause, it could potentially increase her risk of a heart attack, 
of stroke, diabetes, but it could also potentially increase her risk of cancer recurrence. So if she can't take estrogen, it's really understanding and getting on top of her not gaining that belly fat. So that's one of the things we talk about a lot. And there's books I recommend like Sugar Busters that teaches the glycemic index, um, healthy lifestyle, getting enough sleep. Um, Again, it goes back to lifestyle, but then when we can, it's to, to use estrogen. And if a woman goes through menopause because of cancer treatment and then they stop their treatment, does their normal cycle come back, Dr. Bittner? It depends. So, for example, women who are young and get chemotherapy for leukemia or lymphoma, there's about a 10% chance of premature ovarian failure um, or just a sudden acute loss of ovarian function. But about 90% of women will actually get their ovarian function back. Um, For some women who go through breast cancer treatment and keep their ovaries, um, for some women, the ovaries will come back. So it has to do with how close they are to menopause already, um, and if if they're not that close to menopause, there's a higher chance it will come back. But it also relates to the kind of chemotherapy they got. So there's this thing called the alkylating factor. So if the chemotherapy has more alkylating power, it's more likely to damage the ovaries. Um, and well, we're out radiation. of time, Dr. Bittner, and, and such a great topic, and you are just such a great, great guest here. So more on this topic with Dr. Bittner at another time. This is Melanie Cole. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll share these shows with your friends because it's so important that we share this information so we all learn together. Thanks for listening and stay well. Hey, hey.